Hey bitch, it's Asti and Brit. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome back. Welcome back to <laughs> our Okay. I feel like it's been a big week because we filmed our last episode Friday. Friday. Before. B- the week before. Yeah. So it's been a full week since we've seen each other. Yeah. And we just went to the gym and got absolutely smashed and it was just like, yes, amazing. This is Sunday. Sunday, yeah. got early, went to the gym, now recording a podcast. It's like the most productive Sunday ever. It's not, it's definitely not a day of rest, but that's okay because us bitches need to get shit done and, and it's <laughs> raining outside and we're like dolled up with our red lips yeah it's like just a just a classic cozy sunday that's just what our life is now red lips mm. and dolled up mm-hmm. amazingness feels yum so yum so fill us in on your week she's been away a week oh. living it up and like this dream fairy tale land yeah so um I want two Shetland ponies and some uh land and I just want to be secluded from everything for a good two years. You'll be gone like a month. <laughs> I know. Like, I'll be like, we're nasty. <laughs> After a week, you're like, it feels weird not seeing you. <laughs> Imagine two years. Oh, uh, yeah, no. It, would, it wouldn't be a vibe. It was so nice. And uh, just to disconnect was absolutely beautiful. Like Aaron um, said to me before we left, I don't want you on your phone. Yeah. And... I totally understood why because obviously in the work that I do, like I'm constantly connected Mm. and posting things or replying to people and just having this community and connection. It's hard for people that don't work in, like do work that we do. Yeah. our work is our lives and our lives is our work. So it doesn't feel like I'm working. No, it's just like this extension of me. But then what will happen is I, I have noticed I've gotten so much better, but I didn't have enough boundaries in place around yeah, that. Yeah. You didn't have like, this is me time or yeah, relationship time. Exactly. And that's what was lacking the relationship yeah, time. Yeah. So Aaron's like, when we're over, like when we're there, I really don't want you to be on your phone. I'm like, okay, done. Did you do it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, you went on much. I wasn't yeah. like, I took, and what I would do is I would save the videos and upload them later. So yeah. it wasn't real time stuff. Yeah. And that actually really helped me. And also I loved Putting on my phone on do not disturb the entire fucking week, removing all the notifications, and it's still like that. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, it's it been really beneficial. It's actually a fucking turn on. Yeah, I've, I've never had notifications on my phone. Oh, well. I can't I, do it. Oh, my God. I was having yeah. notifications, and it's like, I never saw what the message was. It was like, ding, ding, ding. I'm like, oh, my Except God. Except for PayPal notifications. That's the only one that's on. Bank. Because you and need PayPal to like, celebrate that. Yeah. yeah. Every time, like, you know, just before we were done to yeah. have a coffee yeah, after, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just made some money. That's fine. I'm here for that. Yeah. But having uh, no notifications has been really beautiful, and I'm going to continue that on into forever because it really helped me completely so I so enjoyed that week off it was just everything yeah. and it was just this beautiful reset a reconnection with Aaron because obviously my whole life has mm. been very like I've been very busy but good busy it's been delicious mm. but I just really haven't you so needed that time to slow down oh my god Jess so yeah I'm feeling yeah. very vibey actually so, all yeah. the vibes how was your week <laughs> 
How was my week? Oh, I was actually saying this to Brett at coffee just earlier. Sorry, let's rewind a little bit. I've decided <laughs> that I am going to do intentional celibacy for six months coming out of my relationship. Mm-hmm. So not just no sex, but no dating, no messaging, no dating apps, none of that stuff. And it's been funny since I set that intention. I feel like, I don't know if it's that or being single, but I'm just like welcoming so many people into Mm -hmm. my space Mm -hmm. and like meeting amazing guys where they're not like necessarily hitting on me, but like just being beautiful and friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what else we were discussing. I've had a really hard time in my life. We're going into a full story now. (laughs) I've had a really hard time in my life making friends with men. And I still kind of hold this narrative that you can't be friends with guys because they just want to fuck you. (laughs) So I've been talking about it to you and a couple of other friends with this like intentional celibacy period, whether I should kind of, I don't want to say keep that narrative, but kind of block out all men and just make it like a very feminine space. Or if I should make this period of celibacy um, a space where I can also lean into making friends with men, which is what I've decided. Because I shouldn't just like block them all out because that's kind of a bit negative. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really expansive. Yeah. And just being able to give yourself the opportunity that you know what the intention is. I, I'm actually really like turned on by it because now I know what my intention is. Mm-hmm. It's a really beautiful like learning curve for me being able to set boundaries and yeah. set intentions yes. and share know all exactly that. what you want yeah. because yeah. when we don't know what we want I know exactly what I want yeah. yeah whereas like other women they're like oh like if you just come out of a relationship yeah oh maybe I'll just get back on the dating scene I don't know if I want this I don't everything just becomes so wishy-washy yeah and, you don't and that's how I felt up yeah. until I made this this um, decision. Mm-hmm. I told you a guy came up to me on the beach and started mm-hmm. chatting and he was a really beautiful, like amazing guy. And like, I, I don't want to start dating him or anything, but I did take his number. But at that moment I hadn't, I didn't have clarity on what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't share with him or ask him what his intentions were or set boundaries. Cause I was like, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. So I took his number and I'll probably message him and explain what my intentions are or what ask him what his intentions are that's the other thing (laughs) i'm not gonna friend zone anybody so anyone that comes into my space like hitting on me flirting with me wanting to fuck me i'm not gonna be like friend zone Mm -mm. you're like if you're gonna be my if a guy's gonna be my friend they have to enter as a friend as a friend yes completely if they enter with that intention it's like sorry no bye yeah there's no like there's no like oh i'll just friend zone you because i feel like that's you just trying to be like polite but it's also a bit of scarcity. And it's like, why do you need to... You don't need to keep everybody in your life. Exactly. Yeah. And so I want to be really conscious about each person I welcome in. There has to be like a reason for mm. them being in my life. Mm. Not just because I feel like I have to cater to everybody. And feel like to overcome feelings of loneliness or yeah. anything like that. Because yeah. it's like people feel like they'll, they'll friend zone people and whatever because of scarcity and lack, like fearing not being surrounded by people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As opposed to it's like, I'm just filling got... space with anybody. It, yes. Yeah. Whereas like, I have you so just many amazing it. girlfriends and I'm even like calling in the most beautiful, like female friendships and it's turning me on so much. So my cup is already full. Yeah. So I don't need to just welcome in more people just because of it, but yeah. I'm going to be really conscious of the people I do welcome in. I love that so much. Yeah. And then we were talking about it and I was like, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Like people just keep coming up to me like every and then, time. And literally. then this guy's like, hi, Asti. 
I was like, I just sat back. I was sipping my coffee. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, she wasn't kidding. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Someday I went for, I took myself out on a solo date for dinner and a drink. I went to eat pasta because I love pasta. Now I'm doing a 40-day challenge where I'm trying to eat healthy. So it was like my last supper. <laughs> but I went by myself, no phone. And I was just sitting there, started talking to the owner of the place. We were talking for ages. Then a guy came in. He ended up sitting with me. We were drinking wine. And all these other people came in. I sat with a whole group of locals for five hours drinking wine. that. Yeah. So nice. And then one of the... I don't know how people find me on Instagram. There's not many Asties. Then one of the guys found me on Instagram was like, Hey, Astie. Um, I'm putting on a... What is it called? Oh, my God. When you go to a bar and... It, Oh my god! How do I know what, what I'm talking, are you about? talking about? Like a pub quiz night. Oh, trivia night. Trivia night. So I'm putting on a trivia night. If you want to come down and meet, meet some more locals, I was like, oh my god, this is so nice. I feel so like welcomed into this bubble. I couldn't go because I had something on, but yeah. it just baffles me because I've lived here for three years, and <laughs> but it's so different when you're in a relationship. And like, I don't know if it's. I think part of it is now being single. I'm more open to welcoming people yeah. in, and then. I feel like the celibacy part of it is me welcoming in like a different level of people. It's actually freedom. Yeah. Like it's a freedom. And being, I'm respecting myself yeah. so much that I'm meeting with people that are respecting me on that level. Totally. It's really like, oh, yet again, another episode. I'm like, oh, Assy, you're inspiring me to do all of these things. It's like, so nice. Even like the shop that I go to to buy my milk. There's one guy that I've seen there like three times. And now I go and I'm like, hi, how are you? And we just chat for like half an hour. Like, my life is like a movie now. It really is. Uh, so it's like, I need to take some of that and be like... Because when you're in a relationship, it's just like, it's just you're, you're almost like, I don't need anyone else because yeah. I've got my person. Yeah. yeah. And, but then at the same time, like socially, it's something that both Aaron and I crave. But then it's like, well, how do we actually meet people as a couple that don't think that we're swingers? Like, mm. <laughs> I just want to be friends with people. I feel like you can do it when you're traveling. It's so easy, so but easy. It's, it's harder when you're... Yeah. yeah. When when we were traveling, oh my God, we met the most incredible people and we're still like best friends with them. And because they were couples as well, but there was this one person, just a really funny story actually. So <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, so there was this chick that I met. We were in the middle of nowhere in Oregon and we were in this ski chalet and not ski chalet, like this like ski hut, basically mm-hmm. like a to get out of anyway so we were there Aaron and I were there for a couple of days and then we had this big van called Boris and I mean he looks he looks pretty sketchy like we had our snowboards on top and it was like it was windy and raining and it was just like the top hole was like flapping about everywhere and then we saw this car like kind of circle and kind of be like are they actually going to come in and they finally did probably 20 minutes later and with these two Aussie, um, so one girl, one boy couple, yeah. they came in like, oh my God, thank God. We thought you were like a serial killer or something. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, where are you from? Oh, Sydney. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Hours passed by. Yeah. And then I'm like, whereabouts in Sydney are you from? And she goes, oh, I'm from Narrabeen. I was like, no fucking way. That's like where I grew up. Yeah. And then, and then it turns out we lived on the same street. We have all of the same friends. Yeah, but we never knew who each other were. And we so met crazy. in the middle of nowhere. I'm not even kidding. When I say I middle love of nowhere, when stuff like this happens. it's the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I was just like, 
the, I just loved that so much. That's one of our most cherished like friendships and just stories because it's like, it's just incredible. It doesn't It's happen. like you were just meant to meet yeah. each other at that time. Yeah. yeah. So I just think, anyway, come back. So is that something you want? Like me talking about this, do you feel like you want to be open to welcoming more people? Yeah. Because actually it's really interesting because we're like, let's we just, just like set that intention. We're going to like manifest or like call in all the amazing locals and we're just yeah. gonna like, it's like have all these incredible friends living near us. Yeah, I'm so down for that because yeah. I've never fully had that. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Putting it out into the universe and so it is so. It's, it's done. done. It is it's done. done. It is done. So nice. Mm. I even made friends with my old neighbor. I think so, that is so incredible. It's so funny because the place that I used to live in Bondi Junction, I feel like people are just more snobby there anyway. They are. In Bondi. <laughs> You walk down the street in Bondi, no one says hi to you. You just get the like up and yeah. down look. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the it must have been like the last week before we moved out. I bumped into my neighbor because we were coming into our doors next to each other at the same time. And we just started chatting like, what do you do? What do you do? And she'd been like researching podcasts of women who talk about sexual empowerment. And I was like, oh my God, I have a podcast. And then she does voiceovers. I was like, you can come borrow my microphone. You know when you just have so much to say? Mm-hmm. And I got her number. Oh, she took my number and then she messaged me a few weeks later like, hey neighbor, let's catch up. I'm like, I'm not your neighbor anymore. <laughs> you didn't even hear me move. Um, but we caught up and we went for a walk and we spoke. We had so much to talk about that we did a three and a half hour walk, didn't I even realize. That. Then came back and got dinner and had cocktails and it was like six hours of both of us just like... That is amazing. So good. I love that. I love when you meet people and you just like... Everything you're, just you're, just, you're just my people. And she's coming on Thursday, so you get to meet her. Vision We're doing a vision board night. Because yes. currently, all this leads on to the next thing I want to talk about, which is a turn off. But currently, my vision board is like, it's cute. You were just looking at it. I was looking at it. I'm like, that's really It's sweet. like coupley, like pregnancy. Now I'm celibate. So yeah. pregnancy, pregnant chicks, a baby. There's a few things on there that I still want to do. A dog. There's a dog. <laughs> Still kind of what a dog. We'll Maybe a cat. We'll see. Ayahuasca. <laughs> there's like fun stuff on there, but it's very like, there's definitely now a stage that needs to go before that stage mm-hmm. in my life. But the turn off that I'm getting to is, which I haven't still Yeah, go on. T- hit me. I'm so looking forward to this. So it was my mum's birthday the other day on Friday and Friday or the other day. And <laughs> I'm talking to her on the phone oh. and she's like, so, and it's like a, like a four way conversation with like my brother, my sister all of the family and she's like so how are you doing is everything okay I'm like yeah I'm really happy like my business is going well I'm making good money I love where I live it's close to the beach like everything's so good and she just went silent she's like well you better hurry up because you're running out of time to have a baby oh my god okay and then the other turn off is I shared I just shared that little part what I said on Instagram and there were a few women that wrote back and said, sorry to burst your bubble, but your mum's right. If having a family is a priority, you need to freeze your eggs. What? What? <laughs> I'm speechless. And the thing is, I don't think we said it on the podcast, but we said it after we recorded last week. I was like, do you know what? I feel really good. I even said to you, I thought that being single at 30... I would feel that pressure. Mm, and I was like, I don't feel any pressure. Mm-hmm. I feel amazing. I feel like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Felt really good about it. And it's, I mean, it's definitely played on my mind more since these few comments have come in, but I'm worried that 
if that's the way people respond to you being single and 30, no wonder why women drive themselves mental. Completely. If I get more of that, I could totally see that really starting to play on my mind. Mm-hmm. That's... And I shared that comment onto, onto my Instagram. Oh my and then the woman who messaged me got annoyed because she was like, at the end she did say, it's up to you. Like, if having a family is not a priority, then keep doing you. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I was annoyed about is that I really want to have a family mm-hmm. So it's not like if having a family is a priority, you need to freeze your eggs. Mm. Having a family might be a priority, but you might not believe in freezing eggs. Like yeah. that doesn't equal that. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like my personal opinion is I'm just like if it's meant to happen, it's meant exactly. to happen. If I don't have a baby, I don't have a baby. My life's gonna be amazing either way. That's exactly how I feel. But the freezing of eggs to me just feels very like scarcity. Yes. Like, <laughs> freeze me. But I understand that it's but people's I get that like people... insurance policy for having a baby. Yeah, I yeah. totally get yeah. that. I personally do not subscribe, but the fact no. that it's just like this constant And projection. we don't know what the um, risks are of freezing eggs. No, I know. And people are just like, just freeze my eggs. It's like, you don't even... It, that like... just... Ugh. Just the yeah. actual procedure of getting that done or... Ugh. It's unusual. Like, I'm, ugh. Yeah. Like I'm feeling really squeamish. Yeah. Like, it's not part of the natural... Like, modern medicine is incredible. Like, oh yeah. Let's not get it. But we're also twisted. messing with. We're messing with nature's exactly. Yeah, with the nature. thing is, we are the most overpopulated we've ever been because there is no room for. <laughs> is it the Darwin theory? I don't even know. Where it's just if like, two people can't have a baby, it's because they're not supposed to have a baby. There's reasons. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel, and so I personally, <laughs> I remember saying this to like a second cousin of mine who has. Like, she's a bit older, so she's in, like, her 40s, and she's now had three kids. And her first kids were from IVF, and then the last one was um, just conceived naturally mm. because it removed that pressure, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just, like, when people put so much pressure on needing to have a child, mm. what happens is there becomes this resistance yeah. energetically, yeah. physically, all the things. You're like, I need and to get pregnant, I need to yeah, get pregnant, and, and your body's like, as, ah. It's stress, yeah. and as soon as you really release <laughs> that, I mean, that's what happens like with clients, right? Mm. I take clients through a fertility journey yeah. energetically yeah. and Bob's your fucking uncle. Yeah. They're pregnant. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like you're dealing with the, the trauma of the pressure. You're dealing with the stresses yeah. and allowing yourself to surrender to your body. And that's when magic happens. But if you're forcing something And the way women are to other women, like freeze yeah. your eggs, right? Yeah. Like you're just making people st- Stress, which is actually going to make them less fertile. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, that is actually a a, a version yeah. of women tearing down women. Yeah, and people don't understand yeah, that. No. Your projection is actually it's invalidating so somebody else's opinion, and that's just like, I mean, you're, everyone's allowed to have an opinion, but when you say, "Well, that's not right," yeah, you just invalidate. Like you have to freeze your yeah. eggs. Oh. Actually, I don't. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> Give me all the cats and all the dogs. Let me just have a bougie, abundant, fucking yummy life traveling and having... Then I spoke to my other friend. She's like, you don't need to do that. She's like, why don't you just have a baby on your own? She's like fully thinking the other way. Like, anything's possible. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) She's like, and lots of people I know meet the perfect guy and get pregnant within three months. You're fine. (laughs) And I actually feel that now. I'm like, I had this narrative in my head that you need to be with somebody for like five years until you know that they're the one... No. And you're ready to have a baby. Because that's how I felt with DV. Because mm. obviously I was younger as well. But I think it's possible to meet somebody that's already like where you are in your life. And things just like 
flow really easily. And I also think that when you come together, like the idea is have a few years together, enjoy your time together. But when you come together and if you have a baby, it's because <laughs> it's exactly what's supposed to happen. Yeah. And then if people be like, oh, we kind of missed out on like the honeymoon stage. It's like, how beautiful that you get to actually come together and make a family and just have yeah. so much love. That yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, hmm. Just really, it's just so interesting. <laughs> the narratives around all this stuff. Oh, well, I remember, did I tell you when my... What did, the, what did this chick say? It's just coming back to me. She's like, you shouldn't feel pressured to have to just settle down with someone so you can have a baby, but freeze your eggs. I'm like, so I shouldn't feel pressured to just be with any man, but I should feel pressured to freeze my eggs. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Um, oh... So my, <laughs> my sister got married when she was 21. Yeah. She was about to turn 22. And so I was 23 turning 24. I remember my dad sitting down with me and being like, at the beach, literally like this, Brittany, you do realize like you're at the age where you should probably start to look to have a relationship. Well, how old are you? Almost 24. <laughs> my family <laughs> called me a fucking spinster. But the thing what people do is they prioritize for, I don't think they do this for men, but for us, it's like your number one priority in life is to have a man and a baby. Okay. I, like I said to my mom, I'm so happy. Everything's good. My business is good. I love where I live. And she just comes back with, but you need to meet someone and have a baby. Like, like that's That's number one. Like that that, that that is above your happiness. Yeah. And like, being happy isn't enough because you don't have a man. It's Motherfucker! Honestly, when my, dad, so when my dad was having that conversation with me, I... <laughs> I nearly spat my car. <laughs> but the fact that I was 24, I was 24 and... My I sister's husband did this to me. Oh, my Jesus. Hu- my family have actually all been very chill. This is the first time my mum's ever said anything to me about babies. Ever. It was my dad that would be more like, are we going to have grandkids soon? Stevie's oh. mum asked me on the first day that I met her. <laughs> Stevie wasn't even there. I was like, this is <laughs> intense. So my parents have generally been pretty good. What was I going to say? Now I've lost my train of thought. When you met Stevie's mum... Yeah, when I met Stevie's mum, she got, oh, my sister's husband. Okay. So my whole family have been really, like, kind of kept out of my business when it comes to babies. But my sister's husband, we've never really gotten along. We trigger the fuck out of each other because he's so, like... Narrow-minded. Narrow-minded. Yeah. <laughs> it Stay drives normal. me fucking mm-hmm. insane. And I'm me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's, like, one day he was like, oh, I must have been, like, 24. 23, 24. It was before I met Stevie, so I would have been 23, 24. And he was like, aren't you worried? Like, aren't you worried that you're not going to meet someone or have a baby? You're running out of time. (laughs) That's exactly what my dad said. But why the fuck is he telling me that? My sister's husband. Like, fuck off. That's really... And then I was just like, it's fine. Everything happens at the perfect time. I trust the universe. (laughs) And he's like... He would have felt like sick within the whole body. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I just thought it was just so funny. Oh, you're dead. (sighs) Can I... I just need... So, dad said, like, you're at the age where you need to start thinking about, like, settling down and finding someone because what will happen is... If you wait too long, then you just get all the dregs. Like, I'll get the second-hand choice. 
And people say that, like when yeah, you get all older, the, all the good people the good are men gone. Are taken, but lots of good men end up in relationships and marriages, and then it doesn't work, and then they end up single. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's my dad's like. <laughs> it's so not like all the good here. people are taken, all the shit people are single. I'm a <laughs> shit person. You're the worst. You're horrendous. <laughs> I couldn't. I I feel sorry for whoever ends with you. My God. But that's so fucked up. Yeah. Like. Oh, now all the good like... people are gone by a certain age and then you'll have to wait until everyone gets divorced and by then you won't be able to have kids. Like, bless. Because everyone gets divorced at the same time. Like, <laughs> well, kind of they do. If you actually think about it, there's a pretty solid time where a lot of marriages break down. And yeah. in our 20s, a lot of relationships But it's not like you're sitting down. there like, oh, five more years and yeah. everyone starts getting divorced. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. this is about the time everyone starts to break up every year. Like, <laughs> and waiting. But I don't know if you noticed this. This year, so many people have broken up. Really? So the many. The COVID thing. They've either broken up or gotten pregnant. Yeah. I've done neither. I don't know lots of people have broken up. Yeah, honestly, oh. I just know. So Let us know in the comments. Yeah, are you pregnant? Or are you pregnant? <laughs> Has yeah. to be one of the two. Or are you getting married? <laughs> but they're the only options in COVID. Break up, baby, marriage. I'm not doing any of them. <laughs> She's getting a pony. I'm getting a pony. Yes. Well, actually, I'm getting a dog. I hope. I really, I'm putting it out there right it's fucking done. now. It's done. I really want one. Oh my god, I'll walk it when you go away. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. So mm-hmm. I'm um yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go look. She's messaged me after we went to the gym mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, you can come and have a look at them. I'm like, ah! So I'm very excited about it. Oh this. my god. Mm-hmm. So we have life upgrades. Life I created upgrades. a sex dungeon in my house. Sexy. It's not a dungeon. It's a sunroom, <laughs> but I call it a sex dungeon because it sounds more I fun. Love it. I, I can only imagine everyone thinking, I'm like, oh my God, does she have a sex swing? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all like dark and gothic. Yeah, like all of these candles <laughs> and I love it. It's a beautiful room. We are actually going to go for a little shot because I need to get it altered to put all the wands mm-hmm. and I'll show you guys soon because then you can see the new range of sex ties. But it's so yum. And I did the, the best, we're going off topic now, but I did the best, most delicious oh. Literally juicy as fuck. Waterfalls. (laughs) Sex magic practice last night. Yum. So yum. And then I finished and I looked at my phone and I had made like as much money as I would have on a Saturday night stripping. See, that is just fucking delicious. So good. Do you know, oh my God, sex magic changed my life. It's amazing. And I love my setup because I have a big like full length mirror Mm. and then my yoga mat. I do my yoga mat now. And then all of my things. I'm like, it's just made for that. So yeah. Connecting with our pussies is life changing. Totally. The magic that we have as women, (laughs) especially is just like, you're missing out basically. (laughs) You're missing out. You just need to make it. It is like, honestly, everything that I've done in terms of, um, like sex magic manifestation always comes to fruition. Yeah. Always. I can't think of a time that it hasn't. Yeah. Because and it just feels so yummy and it's just like all this gratitude and it's like you cro- like yeah, I got up and danced afterwards, like it's already happened. <laughs> but when you're feeling like that turned on and like full with like pleasure and because sex sexual energy and orgasmic energy is so fucking abundant. Like you can't be having an orgasm or feeling orgasmic. And not feeling abundant. Is the highest vibration that we as people yeah, can be at. Yeah. So you're in that and then you're thinking about all the things that you want to call in and it's like, 
<sighs> in alignment with all of it. Mm. So yum. So yummy. Uh, so get on some manic. Is wait, you've got a sex magic one, don't you? I have a sex magic course. Yeah. But eventually, very soon, when everything's ready, when my store is complete. The sex magic wand will come with a meditation. The oh, one that I did last night. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, that's going to be so delicious. It's so yum. I love that. Is there any um, turn-offs? What's turn-off? My turn-off was the baby thing. Yeah. The freezing your eggs thing. I'm just trying to think if I have any turn-offs. Oh, another turn-off. This is really like Victor me, but I got really annoyed because... <laughs> 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 the day of my launch... Monday, so the day that I was like, whoa, everything's up, my website's up, 20% off, my Instagram engagement went down to one third of what it normally is. Yeah, that's really fucked up. I'm like, does Instagram know? It's like, do they pick up on certain words and go, oh no, she should be paying for Pay. advertising? It, mm, the whole like thing my, about Like, Instagram. my story went from like 1,200 views, usually, always, like average, Monday morning, to like three, four hundred. Like I'm not even joking. What? <laughs> yeah. It just like changed like that. As soon as I was like, launch day. Do you know what? I'm so done. <laughs> but I'm also like, it doesn't matter because the people that were meant to be in my programs, lots of people they signed up. It. They were there. Yeah. I emailed people. Everyone saw it. But it's like, is it a thing with Instagram or was it just a weird coincidence? I honestly kind of give up <laughs> with Instagram. Yeah. I give up with engagement. I give up with all of it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to show up because it fucking... The right people see it. Yeah. yeah. It grinds my gears. I So, it's really annoying because you're supposed to have certain <laughs> levels of engagement to be deemed like a good account and all oh, this yeah. stuff. And it's just like... I've never paid attention to any of like, <gasps> the times that you're meant to post or the yeah. little... Yeah. No, I'm just like, I'm just going to do what I do I think do you know what though you are like a content queen really yeah lately I, I felt like uh, I have lately I've been judging myself for being for only showing up when I'm selling something and not just sharing I, sharing. I understand that because, because I have so much on at the moment but that is but just I need to show up and sell because that's how people are going to get into the magic of my program completely yeah. I was like that I felt like the last couple of months has been just like oh I'm selling this I'm selling this yeah it doesn't look like that watching it though. Oh, thank I think fuck. we just feel that. Probably. Yeah. But like, how many fucking times do I have to mention this retreat? <laughs> and then someone messages you like, oh, I didn't know you were doing this. And your head's like, Pfft. oh my God, I've <laughs> spoken into it a hundred times. But even like... The pleasure portal. <laughs> What's the pleasure portal? <laughs> look at my website. <laughs> I always tell my clients, if you're trying to sell something, you just have to talk about it. Incessantly, right until like, yeah the doors close because people don't hear about it yeah that's the thing like you can think that you're just being annoying as fuck but at the same time it's like you should be proud and just allow yourself to be like no do you know what you do need to be in this yeah. because I believe in it yeah it's just such a different and energy. that's what I look at it now I'm like if I didn't show up and keep selling people are gonna miss out on all the magic that totally. we have to offer totally yeah and that's when you like when you don't show up that's when you start like getting like fucking like imposter syndrome and like mm. all of those dark negative spirals coming down on you it's just like oh maybe you're not supposed to do it it's like well have you shown up yeah, have you yeah, actually yeah, spoken yeah, into yeah. it? I don't have anyone signed yeah. in. And blah, 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 I hear blah, people blah. all the time go, nobody signed up, so I cancelled it. I'm like, how many times did you mention it? One. <laughs> One of my friends was like, now I feel like people are judging me because I was trying to sell this thing and then I stopped. I'm like, if no one signed up, they probably didn't even know you were selling it. Exactly. Yeah. I I literally, 
<laughs> Step into your light worker when it was a webinar. I posted about it once and I was like, oh no, maybe twice. And I was like, oh no, this just doesn't feel right. I'm like, oh, I hope that people don't. I like did that with my boundaries thing. I was like, it's a masterclass next week. Sign up to my course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No one noticed. <laughs> No, because it's supposed to be what it's supposed to be. And things change. We've also changed the date of our oh, yeah. You Meet Her because mm-hmm. you have your stuff on. I'm already already overselling everything. So we just felt like we had too much on at once. Yeah. So we've put it back. We're putting a month. You Meet Her back into November. So the first week of November on Monday will be the first week mm-hmm. of You Meet Her. It's going to be absolutely fucking delicious. So. And then that gives us a chance as well to really give into that yeah, container yeah. too because right now I've got other containers that my heart is on mm-hmm. and it's just like you can't it is if you lot. spread yourself too thin it's just like then you can't give yourself into everything yeah. and we are in integrity with that. So. And we have time before then to play around with being open to welcoming yeah, exactly. friends into our space. Fuck yeah. And just being so like held by people mm. and just like everyone just has your back yeah it's just yummy we're gonna manifest all the people i actually did set an intention to manifest a black friend because i want to have women of all different backgrounds and ages and everything in my space and my neighbor's black so i'm like yeah i have a black friend (laughs) so it's nice because we get to have conversations about race and all that stuff which is beautiful which i can't and challenging different thoughts and yeah it's some of the conversations we have are so funny It's actually so important to have friendships from different cultural backgrounds because it opens your mind. And the thing is, like on Instagram, on socials, on YouTube, you can find whatever it is that you want. Yeah. That fits your mindset. Yeah. So that the more that you open up to receive different people, the more that you're able to actually create your own narrative according to all the information that you receive. Yeah. As opposed to like, no, this is who I am. This is what I do. Yeah. It's actually very close-minded. Yeah. yeah. And if you're running a business, if you have those friends in your life, you can then hold space for mm. more people. For sure. Yeah. That's yum. Yeah. So we're going to have black girls, brown girls, Asian girls, white girls, all, all the them. girls in our All circle. the girls, big girls, little girls, <laughs> big tits, small tits, whatever. I'm here for all of it. We yum. welcome you all. Yum. So yeah. Yes. We feel good about that. <laughs> anything else you want to say um i don't think so it feels good okay single celibate I'm and sexy and sexy <laughs> and fucking turned on as fuck yeah yeah that's the new narrative i wrote a post about it yesterday like mm. we, i always thought to be sexually empowered was to go out and have lots of sex i'm not having any sex but it feels so turned on <laughs> but not in a way where i'm like annoyingly turned on like I need to fuck somebody where it's like distracting but like turned on in every cell of my body where it's like radiating out into my beautiful life it's like you've taken that energy recreated it in your body Mm. and transmitting it in a different way yeah and that is mm. feels so good yum so I'm so excited to see what I create with all this bitch sexual energy oozing out of me so excited just like give me some it's I just (laughs) I feel like we're constantly giving each other energy. Totally. It's just like, yeah. your turn, my turn. You have this and you have when this. When I try and manifest something, I'm like, I'm just going to take, <laughs> not take, borrow. I'm just share. Borrow. And then I said to you, I was like, okay, I'm going to need that back by this date. Because 
I need that as well. But that's what it's about. It's so perfect. Yum. Sharing is caring. Amen, sisters. <laughs> well, bitches, have yourself a beautiful fucking day and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>